1: Okay, waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. Before we do get into it, it does contain death of a parent, and child abuse as well. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. It's titled, Am I the A-Hole? I called my brother selfish for not wanting to attend our dad's funeral. Obligatory things first. I'm not a native English speaker. I've never posted on here before. If there are any mistakes, please let me know. My 20 female father passed away last week was very sudden and unexpected at 44 years old i think i still haven't fully realized it yet his funeral will be next weekend my siblings and i have been making arrangements in our group chat it's been mostly my sister 23 female and me planning the burial as well as well as how we are clean out his flat our brother 25 male hasn't involved himself apart from listing the things he wants to take from the flat since there is no will we decided to split everything between the three of us we were on a video call this morning and we were discussing decorations etc and where to host a funeral meal after the church. My brother then said he didn't care what we chose because he wouldn't attend anyway. My sister looked shocked and I told him he didn't really mean that. We had a fight and I called him selfish and disrespectful for not wanting to go. He said he only wanted to get the things he still had at our dad's place and that he won't pretend he was a good father just because he was dead and then hung up. My sister agrees that he's acting really selfish, but thinks he might still come around if we give him time. My brother and father always had a rocky relationship, but we're still a family and should be there for each other. My brother said I should apologize and accept my brother's choice. I just think he's being disrespectful to the person who raised us. I know he wasn't perfect, but he did his best, and his behavior is very childish. Edits that was sometime that day. First off, thank you all for commenting. I've seen a few people mention the relationship between my dad and brother. When I described it as rocky, I did simplify it. My dad was 19 and my brother's mum was 17 when they had my brother. She didn't want a child so our dad became a single parent. Considering his age and lack of support system, my dad did make mistakes that he admitted to and also said he regretted. My brother and dad are very much alike. They're both headstrong and can be a little short-tempered when things don't work out as planned. That wasn't a good mix during my brother's teenage years I had a lot of fights back then eventually my brother moved out soon after turning 16 and from what i know they've had semi-regular contact about once or twice a month i don't know the full story of course as i was 10 years old when he moved out i hope this makes sense i tried to put in all the information that i thought might be relevant i've texted my brother an apology which he hasn't read yet i also asked him if we could talk because i would like to hear his side of things As many of you pointed out, there might be more to their relationship that I'm not aware of. Now, I think we already know where this one might be going in terms of the story with the the trigger warnings before the story and the brother having his own feelings towards the dad in this situation and that's the reason he's not wanting to attend. But it had me thinking, would I have been cross if one of my brothers didn't attend one of my parents' funerals when it was happened? I don't think I would have been. Just in a general perspective kind of thing. Like I say, whenever we cover any story about losing a family member and or anyone really is that everyone grieves in different ways and deals with things in different ways and i always remember something my mum said when we found out about her and she knew the end was coming if you like and we we're sort of very pragmatic after a while and we discussed you know it's, it's really hard talking about it but we was discussing like the funeral and, and stuff like that and her her words were you know funerals are for the living i can sort of see why opie would be upset as well you know they're grieving themselves they clearly don't have the full information of what's going on in this particular situation so all they know is that their brother's not attending and and once again like i always say people grieve in different ways so i just think having that conversation and talking about it is always going to be a good way forward for you but penny arena says soft you're the asshole because i've been in your shoes and know how emotions aren't at their best Everyone grieves in their own way. Your brother isn't telling you how to grieve. Give him the same grace. Finally, he might have had experienced a very different version of your father. Let him do his thing. You can do yours. I'm sorry for your loss. Nienna says that you're the a-hole. It's your brother's choice how he does or doesn't memorialize your father. You need to focus on yourself and on navigating your way through grief. It honestly sounds like your brother is having a rough go of working through this himself. Maybe instead of negatively judging his decision. You should offer your unconditional support in acknowledging that his feelings are valid as yours. My condolences to the both of you. I know personally that grief is one of the most horrible things to have to go through in life. You all need each other in this time, even if that means giving each other the space to make choices you don't agree with. Cameron says you're the arsehole. You've childishly resorted to name calling your brother because he doesn't feel the same way you do about your father. Like it or not, your brother is an adult and can make his own mind up about whether or not to attend the funeral. You can ask him to reconsider if you wish, but you are overstepping your mark by trying to police his emotions. It's an emotional time for all of you, but you need to accept that your brother can choose not to attend and he is not selfish for doing so. Okay, bookkeeper says, my condolences on the passing of your father. That said, you should give your brother the widest possible birth to process his father's death. It is difficult enough for those who have had a good relationship with the deceased. For those like your brother who had troubled relationships it's much much worse it is the passing of a parent plus the guilt of having parted on a bad note plus the unresolved and now unresolvable issues of a lifetime together don't perpetuate grudges don't start new grudges just let him be you're the arsehole and one final comment from introspective liar who says this is tough but a soft you're the asshole because you are grieving he didn't go into detail about how your father treated his children and if you were all treated the same. Even if you were all treated poorly by your father, you are still each allowed to process his death in your own way. Saying something should be done just because you are all family is unrealistic and usually only means everyone should go along because of how it would look to outsiders if one of you didn't show up at the funeral. Give your brother space and let him decide what is right for him. If you genuinely want him there because you think it would be a comfort to you and not just for appearance sake, think about how much comfort it would actually be to you if he is sitting next to you seething that he has to sit there and mourn someone he's very angry with probably not much comfort opie then comes into the post again to update and says hey everyone yesterday i made a post where i was voted the asshole unanimously i accept that and i've since apologized to my brother he called me last night shortly after i edited my post it was a long and emotionally draining phone call but i'm glad that i now know the truth We talked about our father and I asked him the truth about their relationship. As almost everyone predicted, there was a lot going on behind the scenes that I wasn't aware of. The first thing being that my dad was actually an alcoholic. I guess I was aware that he would drink regularly, but it never registered in my mind that he might have a problem. My brother said it always seemed like he was trying to keep it under control around me and my sister. A lot of their fights were about petty things that escalated to the point that they both got physical. My dad out of anger and my brother in self-defense. recalled a few specific instances where my dad would get angry and physical and immediately apologize once he realized what he did most times it happened when my sister and i were already sleeping the story on how he moved out is a similar one had a fight that ended with my dad punching my brother in the face and breaking his nose my brother decided he had enough and moved in with his girlfriend and her mum the next day after he told me all this i was shocked and apologized again for my behavior He told me he forgives me because I didn't know and that not everything he remembered was bad. He said he had a lot of good memories with our dad. He said our dad tried to get sober for us and often succeeded but relapsed every time. He said he'd started therapy and it helped him see things in a different way. He doesn't forgive our dad but understands that he didn't have it easy and really did try to do his best even if that wasn't enough. He said he was a piece of shit but stuck around when he could have abandoned me too. Paraphrasing here because of translation. He won't be going to the funeral, but won't hold a grudge against my sister and me for going. At the end, probably because he didn't want to, end it on a depressing note. He told me his girlfriend, the same one he's been dating since he was a teenager and a wonderful person, is expecting. I haven't told anybody yet, because it's still early. But my brother said, if the baby is a boy, he would like to give him a father's name as a middle name. He said he was sad that his child would never get to meet its grandfather, and wanted to honor the good memories that way. I think it's a very sweet thing to do. That was basically it. I guess I've come to terms with the fact that I didn't wholly know my dad and that there are things that I can't change. I probably call my mum this week as well. She moved back to her own country after her and my dad broke up and asked her about my dad. Though I know what my dad could be like, I still try to remember him as the person he was to me. Thank you all for reading and commenting on my original post. I didn't blame brother for not wanting to attend the funeral at all. But coming from OP's point of view, it must be like incredibly confusing to find out this information later on in life when you've had a completely different experience with the father, especially knowing what he's done to the brother. Incredibly sad. But what do you guys make of this situation? How do you feel about funerals, etc? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from Silver Death Zero. It does come with an update as well, titled "Am I the A-hole for leaving a Starbucks midway through an intervention about me?" So. I'm 21 male and I've been kicked from my friend group. To give some context, I've been in this friend group since high school around 2018 to 2019. And I've been friends with two of them since freshman year. Throughout the years I've been with them, they've noticed a lot of little toxic traits I've had and didn't really tell me a lot of them. So around the end of March, beginning of April, they started avoiding me, just telling me they're too busy to hang out. For two weeks, things was dead silent with me and them actually thought they were just too busy to hang out but they were actually planning to talk to me about my problems with an intervention after two weeks they shoot me a text to meet at this starbucks with a specific address of it and at four o'clock so i asked if we weren't friends because they were avoiding me and they only replied with we need to talk so i did and all of them were sitting at a table in the middle of the starbucks waiting for me once i sat down they started to list out the problems they've had with me like not being open enough with my feelings, having double standards with touching things, or zoning out when I'm not in the conversation and not to join them. I'm not going to lie, I did feel uncomfortable talking about issues about me in public. I didn't realize these problems, but after them saying it, I really feel like a jerk once seeing it. Now, here's where I feel like I would be the asshole in the situation and further. Midway through them talking, I just straight up left because I felt hurt and didn't want to continue that conversation. Right now, I'm slowly trying to fix the issue one at the time so new people I meet won't deal with it. Another two weeks go by and I felt terrible about how I was to them in general. One friend that knew the group and my situation, that friend told me that the friend group is still willing to be friends. After feeling bad about myself, I tried to text one of the friends to set up a talk. I asked if it was fine to meet up and talk at his or my place. He replied by saying that he would rather talk at Starbucks or a coffee place and I tried to compromise with a park not too far from our places. He didn't like the compromise, saying that he didn't feel safe or comfortable to talk to me unless it's somewhere he likes, and that he wasn't for negotiation. For me, I told him I didn't feel comfortable to talk in a public space like a coffee shop, and I wouldn't be in the same situation as before. Then it got a little emotional for me that I won't go into or repeat. I did still want to be friends with one other person in the group, so I tried to message them, and he responded with basically saying that, If you want to apologize, you have to say sorry to everyone in the group. You ended our friendship the moment you left Starbucks. So far, that's where my story with my ex-friends is at. Am I the asshole for being the start and end of my situation? Edit 1. When I said touching stuff, meant in more of grabbing a book off the shelf, borrowing a hammer, etc. without permission. Edit 2. One of the bigger reasons why I posted here was because I don't understand why I'm unsafe to them. I've never physically harmed them yelled at them, angrily, nor attacked them with personal insults. But any web asks a question, they say, info, there's an awful lot being missed out here. Why would anybody stage an intervention in public unless they were actively afraid to be in private with somebody? These toxic traits are glossed over, which tells me they're quite serious. Something isn't adding up here and I feel like information is being withheld. It's difficult to make a judgement without further information. OP, can you detail these so-called toxic traits? OP says there's many things said and i did leave halfway so i don't know all of them i did record a reaction of giving a christmas present to one of the friends to the person i commissioned to make the present because she was a close friend and i want to see the reaction i've asked to do hangouts one-on-one many times that it would be annoyance without realizing it i've said personal dislikes and likes into the friend group and didn't realize it was a secret until after saying it there's lots of things I really can't remember off the top of my head and I might just be an ass for it. Kelly replies then that and says, that's it. The way this went down, I was expecting to hear that you stole their IDs and took out credit cards and their names or that you're a violent drinker or that you purposely steal boyfriends or girlfriends. Interventions are for people who are a danger to themselves and others and whose life is in peril, not because they're guilty of a couple of annoyances. Jeez, I stand by my previous statement. These people are the ones with the toxic behaviors you replied saying, I'm sorry, but I'm just giggling on how wild of a person you thought I am. I know I can be shit, but I'm not going to ruin people's lives. Shanmanen says, are you the toxic a-hole friend in the group or are you just ADHD, autistic, or neurodivergent? Because the things that you listed, they said to you, read more as typical neurodivergent behaviors. Going with not the a-hole, because even if you are actually a toxic jerk, group interventions in a public place especially after weeks of their blatantly toxic communication or lack thereof, are just poorly disguised bullying sessions. Opie says, I don't know if I'm ADHD, autistic or neurodivergent. Juice X says in quotes, you ended our friendship the moment as soon as you left the Starbucks. And then continues, no. Friendship ended and you should quite happily let it end. When they had your intervention in a public place where they effectively just ridiculed you in front of strangers, I don't care what social problems you have. Those are trivial when compared to this nonsense. Interventions are private and interventions are about your well-being. Not, hey, we don't like these things about you. It's, hey, you need to stop doing a thing because it hurts you and we are here to support you. What you experienced was neither of those things. And one more comment from Ray without Charles who says, not the a-hole. They set up an intervention in Starbucks to essentially bully you. Why do you have to be kicked out your friend group? No one can think for themselves. You're not wrong for walking out of that ambush then your friend couldn't meet you at the pub because he didn't feel safe is there other issues we are missing so then op comes in with an update and they say so it's been about a week or so now since my post i wanted to give some updates and good news before that i wanted to say thanks to all the comments from before i felt like shit for the whole month of april and it helped that there were people telling me i'm not shit I've listened to a lot of the comments and most of them just say, cut them off and move on. So, I am. First thing is that I've sent a link to my post to the friend group to give them my perspective of things. I've understood that I've unintentionally made them feel uncomfortable during times. I don't know if I understand their whole perspective, but thanks to that, I know myself a bit more in social situations. they probably moved on from me, but I just wanted to say some sort of goodbye. Now I've blocked them so I can move on and find others that will like me for me. Along with that, I know I'm going to have some trust issues and overthinking things in the long run. Secondly, I've taken some tests, like RADS test, and scored 149. So I probably have some neurodiversity. I've went ahead and scheduled an ADHD assessment, and will be taking it in the next coming week. With this comes the good news for me. I've been hanging out with an online friend who I've known for a long while and he actually lives like 15 minutes away from me. Let's call him Bob and if you're reading this, thanks man. I told Bob my situation with a friend group and he's helped me emotionally with it without me feeling shit about the situation. During this time, I've made him uncomfortable once by accident with me blurting my mouth. He did let me know how he felt so I apologized. Told him it won't happen again and I'm working on these things. I also got in some anime expo badge and a concert ticket to join me. The ex-badge and concert ticket were originally going to be for the friend who said that he was unsafe with me. I was going to surprise him with it as an early birthday present before what went down. I know it's a bit too soon to give away the stuff, but I don't know if I can find anyone soon. Anyways, I'm grateful for the advice you all gave to me. I do understand that there are some things that need to be fixed. Some of the things said during the intervention just need to be ignored and some things that I need to move on from. I'm mainly thankful that you guys helped me understand myself a little more, like my neurodiversity. Also that this is a long post. I do just like to talk a lot. But yeah, if anyone has any extra questions, I try to answer them as best I can. I hope everyone has a great day and good friendships to never end. And I'm super glad to see that things are moving in the right direction for OP. I can't get over the fact that these people thought that was a good idea to have this intervention, as they're calling it, in Starbucks of all places. And just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't intervention. It wasn't supportive at all or anything. It was just a list of things that was, they considered wrong with OP. And that was that. Just trying to picture myself, you know, sat with a group of people that you considered that were your friends. You all sat there and they're all just blurting out things what they consider wrong with you. That must be absolutely heartbreaking and i can't blame you for just you know getting up and walking out of that situation i'm incredibly glad to see that opie has found someone that they can consider them a friend someone was asking what did you blurt out that made your new friend uncomfortable and opie didn't really want to say because you know they want to keep it private but they said just to let you know it wasn't any kind of insult or weird story about him it was just something in his past that he doesn't bring up often and then there was a lot of comments as well saying sort of like, well done to OP for looking into the neurodivergency. So what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there that you can click on that will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. Thank you so much, and hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, and much love.